0: So when I started getting into investing, I did these $75 inspections for investors. Okay. Get my foot in the door to network with the right people Smart. and get the door. I'm like, okay, let's do it. I started walking through. I mean, it's like standing like three, four inches of human human. What? Shit. Yeah. On the floor? On the floor because it backed up from one of the drains. There's got to be better ways yeah. to make good money, right? Yeah. So, just so you had to walk and walk through. Shit. Shit. Yeah. That's <laughs> not the, that's not the only time I've done that, but yeah. You gotta hustle. You gotta make yeah. it happen. I I guess that's part of my like ascension into. You know, getting it, getting it in. Wherever you
1: guys are watching this show, I would truly appreciate it if you follow or subscribe. It helps a lot with the algorithm. It helps us get bigger and better guests, and it helps us grow the team. Truly means a lot. Thank you guys for supporting. And here's the episode.
0: All right, we are here with Tommy harr real estate expert. How's it going, man? What's up, man? Thanks for having me. It's uh, freezing cold in Vegas. Come from Ohio, thought it was gonna be a uh, a warm vacation. But- yeah not the case
1: i woke up this morning and i ground every morning and my feet were freezing <laughs> i didn't last three minutes no way i mean dude the grass was frozen here i was like
0: <laughs> what the hell I man like i thought the desert was supposed to be warm but yeah i, I thought it was cold in ohio though freezing cold so yeah. when you get colder and colder it's right about the time where you just kind of suck it up for the next four months or so and yeah just staying with it
1: that was me in jersey honestly
0: yeah. the winters were pretty rough there yeah they're brutal it makes the people i guess a little bit grittier and cooler i guess i don't know yeah so um, real estate, man. So talk yep. to me how you got into that. Yeah. So uh, been kind of around real estate my whole life. My dad's a home inspector. Mm-hmm. So growing up, he also had a property preservation business. So 08, 09 happened. I was probably 14. He started a business where, he, uh, where the banks were foreclosing everything. Somebody had to trash the houses out, board them up, uh, mow the lawns. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just grew up in that business. So graduated from college in 2017. You made it. Yeah. Not a lot yeah, of my guests graduate. No. <laughs> I, know, I, I listened to that and I was like, damn, um, I guess I'm the odd man out. But um, didn't, don't really use my, my degree, but just joined my dad's home inspection business and didn't know anything about it. Okay. I just followed him around and learned at, like a puppy dog, basically he pointed at things and I just learned that way. Yeah. And then as time went on, started to see real estate investors, uh, how much money they were making, the lifestyle they were living. And I was like, man, that sounds really cool. Mm. Let's, uh, let's try to dip my toes in this and see what it can do. And uh, five, six years later now, it's completely changed my life. Wow. So how much did you start with in the real estate market? Zero. Zero? No. I mean, I was living in my parents' basement. I graduated, graduated college and just really kind of tried to make it happen. My dad was paying me like $32,000 a year back That's in it? 2017. Yeah. Damn, your dad was... was uh... Yeah, I mean, it's just... He, he was a, I mean, one-man show. He had okay. built the property preservation business up to like 80 employees. It got to a point where banks didn't want to pay anymore. And then also the... Uh, I mean, you gotta kinda let people learn too. So that ba- that business went to nothing. Oh wow! And he was just doing home inspections and you gotta learn. So he was right. just paying me enough to uh, to make it feel okay, I guess. Damn, what's the yeah. worst home inspection you've ever seen? Oh God, <laughs> there's, I mean, I've walked through human <laughs> in the basement. Like, what? you know right away, oh yeah. So like, I used to do these inspections. So when I started getting into investing, I did these $75 inspections for investors. Okay. To get my foot in the door to network with the right people Smart. and get in the door. Um, And right away, I went to the cellar. Ohio has 100-year-old-plus houses. Okay. Um, I went to the basement. Immediately, you could smell just (laughs) So I'm just like, oh, my God. And I'm already done with everything else. So I'm like, I really got to do this, huh? I'm like, okay, let's do it. I started walking through. I mean, it's like standing like three, four inches of human what yeah on the floor on the floor because it backed up from one of the drains uh, and these people it's a seller so they don't go in their basement often wow so i just went down there and i was just like and i walked out and this was among a couple other things i was like yeah this is not worth it this money is not <laughs> for like, 75 it's just, bucks it's just there's got to be better ways yeah. to make good money right yeah so, so just, you had to walk and walk through shit. yeah that's not the, <laughs> that's not the only time i've done that but yeah i mean oh it's just God. like you gotta hustle you gotta make yeah. it happen i'd I guess that's part of my like ascension into you know, getting it, getting it in. But that's
1: cool. You had the forward thinking to be like, okay, let me leverage these investors yes. and find out a way to make money with them in the future.
0: That completely changed my life. Yeah. So I knew I wanted to invest. I was starting to dip my uh, feet into the wholesaling scene. And everybody always says, bring value to somebody, whatever the hell that means. Yeah. So that was my way to bring value. So uh, I was at somebody's networking event. There was a... I knew they took really bad pictures <laughs> and... They, they didn't know how to market their properties and they didn't know anything about houses so i was like hey i can give you 150 pictures of a house mm-hmm. i can give you a one-page report i'll do it for 75 dollars i assume you're giving somebody 50 i want a little bit of-
1: shout out to the science of scaling podcast hosted by mark roberge it's brought to you by the hubspot podcast network the audio destination for business professionals each week mark founding cro at hubspot cro and senior lecturer at harvard business school interviews some of the most successful sales leaders in tech to learn the secrets strategies and tactics to scaling company growth he recently had on the head of sales from open ai and that was a very interesting episode on the future of ai listen to the science of scaling wherever you get your podcast today
0: a little bit more than that and uh, that kind of took off like wildfire and oh yeah everybody started to know my name and uh started seeing all the deals before they hit the market as well interesting yeah. so you
1: would just take better quality photos yep. and it was that simple
0: yeah better quality photos and give people like the best thing about whole the, the perfect wholesale deal so getting it from uh, the seller selling it to another person you're that person in the middle yeah is that end buyer never even having to walk the house wow. So if you can give a good enough picture base and a report a lot of people can buy sight unseen people are buying without going to the house oh yeah I mean, we buy a lot of houses now sight unseen Dude, I'm house shopping right now, and I feel like I'll never do that. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, it's a mixture of knowing like the ages of houses, different area, different eras have different things that go wrong with them. Yeah, and then being able to basically run your numbers based off of pictures. Wow. Yeah,
1: yeah, but that's probably the lower range, right? Like pretty much. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I'm sure yeah. you're shopping for, and much those people nicer. are flipping them, so they don't yes. really care to live in them.
0: Yeah, they're 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 assuming worst case scenario in most things, so you're kind of just giving it to them, and they're running full rehab numbers on them anyway.
1: Yeah. Okay. So you started doing wholesale. And then from there, what did you do?
0: Yeah. So uh, I started, so the inspection happened and then my uncle called me like a day before I graduated college. He was like, Hey, do you want to invest in real estate? I didn't Mm. know anything about it. I didn't really know anything about anything. And he wanted me to do it in Chicago. So six months later, we're doing a lot of inspections for investors, like I said, and I, I call him back. I'm like, Hey, would you want to do this in Columbus, Ohio, where I'm from? Yeah. And he was like, sure, let's find a deal and let's do it. So long story short on this I we partnered up over the next 18 months we lost 100 grand on our first flip. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, so we lost. What happened? We, man, it is funny talking about it now but it wasn't funny back then. <laughs> I lived in it with I played soccer in college a buddy of mine from the Netherlands he lived with me room to room. Okay. Uh, we didn't have hot water. It was just we, we I, I had Instagram I had my bio saying uh investor now so I was like this is awesome I'm cool. <laughs> uh so should have fired my contractor overshot what the house was going to be worth. Um took too long. The so holding call ate us alive. The price, we sold it for like hundred grand last. It was just amazing. Wait, why didn't you have hot water? Uh just never thought about getting it on, you know. So how'd you shower? Uh we went to the basement and this, this I mean, this is how stupid we were. There was a shower in the basement and we turned the head like sideways and we kinda just like go in the corner and wipe off as fast as <laughs> we could. Yeah. I mean like 23, 24 years old. Wow. It's just, it's only like a hundred a month, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it could have also been a thing like maybe the water heater was broken or something. Oh, okay. So was, I mean, it was a full rehab and we spent like 200 grand fixing up this house. Damn.
1: Yeah. And that was your first one you wanted to do? Yeah. I feel like for the fix and flips, you need a mentor or like Absolutely. some good experience.
0: So what I tell people now is like, you need somebody to look over your shoulder, whether it's you partnering on a deal or you paying for a mentorship, whatever it is, because a lot of people like, a lot of people don't talk about it there's a lot of risk in that especially if you're borrowing people's money to do the business right it like especially right now in the in the mar- in the market prices are dropping think and your money costs still accrue every day yeah so if the market's dropping people are losing money i've lost money on last on a few flips that i've done lately damn yeah.
1: yeah i saw Pineda.
0: he said he lost a ton on flips yeah. lately yeah it's just part of the business and nobody really hourly talks about that stuff and i think it needs to be Uh, Talk about a little more definitely because
1: social media only shows you the highlights they're not uh, showing the
0: low lights absolutely yeah so after that 100k loss it must have taken you a while to rebound right yeah so 100k loss uh moved back into my parents basement i'm probably 24 at the time uh still fell in love with the idea of wholesaling so i'm still inspecting full time so going out driving around a beater truck 2002 honda ranger with my dad every day Mm -hmm. um learning small business as well so it was just me and him so i learned about marketing sales like how to knock on somebody's door and really kind of sell. Yeah. So wholesaling kind of fit right in there and you can make money out of nothing. So fell in love with that, spent my last $800 on postcards. Mm -hmm. So basically we buy, we buy houses cash, send them out to people. Yeah. Those work. They do. They do. It's a mass marketing tactic, but absolutely it works. Yeah. You only need one house. You only need one house. So I got three calls on that. One of them was my next flip where, um, tried to wholesale it. Nobody wanted to buy it. And then the uh, one of my old neighbors, I called her and she said she would fund it. We split it 50-50. We made 50 grand. I took 25. She took 25. and then Nice. I went, yeah. And then I went and bought a duplex, lived in one unit, rented all my bedrooms out, uh, lived in my living room, <laughs> and then uh, rented the other side out and I was cash flowing in my first rental property.
1: House hacking. Yep. Yeah. Spencer Cornelia talks about that. Yeah. What was that like living with like six dudes in one little?
0: I mean, it was, it was cool. I mean, I was still young. I didn't yep. have a, a, a girlfriend or a wife now. I had my dog. So really it was just like, hey, this is going to be only for a set amount of time. This is a necessary thing to do. Yeah. I don't have much money. Like, let's bunker down and let's get it in. Did you always have the confidence that it would work out? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Where
1: did that come from, you think?
0: Um, I come from an athletic background. So oh. I was a I was a pretty decent athlete, but I was always injured. Mm-hmm. So it always kind of had that back and forth of like, I know I'm good enough, but these injuries, injuries set me back. So I always had that same mindset with like, I've always done what I said I was going to do. It just always takes way longer than what you think it's going (laughs) to take, right? Facts. Always. So it just was one of those things of just believing in yourself and and going for it. Dude, I'll say
1: sports really creates a good mindset. Absolutely. Like, um, it really helped me in
0: business and in life, honestly. I'm so happy I did sports growing up. Dude, I mean, just having a coach tell you you're not good enough or (laughs) like getting injured or getting benched. That's the same thing in business. You think you're going to go out and crush it, and turns out you get kicked in the you get kicked in the sometimes. Yeah, you get humbled because you get humbled really fast.
1: Results are right there in front of you.
0: Absolutely, and you'll
1: see if you're if if you're about to talk or not. With sports, what was your sport? Uh, I played soccer. Okay, yeah. So I played soccer uh,
0: outside mid at University of Dayton. Damn, so you went D one. Yeah, I went D one. So you wanted to go pro. Uh, kind of. I mean, a couple of my, I mean, my one roommate, he plays for the Colorado Rapids right now. He was nice. fifth round, first round draft pick. Damn. Uh, fifth pick. Yeah. His he was nice. Off. So, I mean, we were good. I just was always injured, man. So the dream yeah. kind of went away pretty fast. Um, and I always just knew I liked money. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go home and I'm just going to work for my dad and figure it out from there. Yeah. Is your dad still working? Yeah, he is. So i like, yeah, he, uh, he, he had. So kind of a come-to-Jesus moment. He had, like, ten strokes. Holy. Like, three – it's actually five years ago now. I was uh, in Nashville at a bachelor party, and this was one of the things that kind of changed my whole perspective on, like, working for money. I just heard you talking about it earlier. Yeah. Um, I've always watched him since he was – when I was young, get up, work his ass off, but always be there for the family. Uh, five kids. So always be there at the games, coach the games, all that stuff. And then I got a call from my mom saying, you got to come home right now. Your dad just had – a bunch of strokes and we don't know how it's going to go. Mm. So there's an MRI that shows his brain and there's like a whole bunch of white dots. And they looked, they said, Hey, this is like landmines. If you ever played the game on the computer, like the old, game, Oh uh, yeah. If you hit the wrong one, it, what's it's what's that a game bond. called? Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So yeah. they were like, if this was anywhere else, your dad would be like literally dead. So I was like, Holy there's more to life than going and punching a clock and like working for money every single day. Uh, so I want to retire my parents, and real estate investing is kind of that vehicle I'm, I'm choosing to do. Wow,
1: so. that's awesome! And you yeah. built up a sizable
0: portfolio now, fifteen million dollars, right? Yep, yep, just about. In how long? Uh, it's been about five years. So wow. a lot of that has been like the last two and a half, three years. Nice. I started out with the house hacking and kind of building one at a time. And yeah. then as confidence grew, started making some money wholesaling and flipping. Kind of started shoving that all into. Um, real estate. Yeah. It really seems like
1: it's taken off. Yeah. I mean, that's a quick five years, $15 million portfolio.
0: It is. It was lucky because we were wholesaling a lot of deals. So whole, wholesaling is you, you see the deals first yeah. so instead of selling them to another investor. At that time, we, when I say we have a business partner now, we're just like, Hey, let's just, let's buy some of these as rental properties. And mm-hmm. it was 2020, 2021 interest rates were in the twos and threes. It was the perfect time to hold all these rental properties. So most of our portfolio is in like the four ish percent interest rate range.
1: Wow. Which is great. That's really good. Because right now they're seven, eight. Yeah. Have you bought any at that range? Yeah. Oh,
0: you have? Yeah, it's not great. (laughs) 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 It's kind of it's kind of a necessary evil. So once you kinda ascend in like to making more money flipping, you're gonna pay a lot of tax. Right. So either give it to the IRS or you buy some rental properties, write off cost segregation studies, all that good stuff. Yeah. And as long as you have equity you can refinance in the future. So it's a short term thing, but the long term goal is still there with them.
1: Yeah. Seeing Ben Malaw talk about this on Ice Coffee Hour, he said he'd never taken profits off a real estate flip. He just keeps reinvesting it. That's crazy. And
0: I'm like, what the hell? Like, How are you making money? (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you got to have active streams somewhere. Yeah. So you got to have like a lot of people have education companies or podcasts or something where they're making a lot of their active income, taking it and shooting it into real estate where right. they can get massive tax write offs and the appreciation long term.
1: Yeah. So how are you feeling about the market right now? Do you see it coming back eventually?
0: Um, I like to control what I can control. So yeah. I don't think it's going to change too much for the, for the time being, maybe like another year. Mm-hmm. but in Columbus, Ohio, where I'm from, you can still buy houses and they'll cash flow a little bit. But if you're in Vegas or maybe Phoenix, it might be a lot harder. Yeah. So you got to cr- get creative, but we're just running our numbers tighter. We're flipping them if we need to and not falling in love with deals mm-hmm. that we would have kept uh, a year or two ago because things are always changing and they're not making more real estate. Yeah,
1: that makes sense. And are, are you taking loans out against the equities on the yeah. houses?
0: Yeah, so we'll typically take them to a small bank or a DSCR lender and yeah. get a 75% LTV loan. So if it's worth 100. dollars we'll refinance uh, 75000 keep 25% or 25000 equity in the deal, right. and hopefully we cash flow.
1: And that's interest-free, right? That's why people do that? Yeah.
0: So no, no they're not interest-free. Oh, they're not? So they're, those are just regular bank loans. So oh, if you, got you it, to go yeah. buy your house now, it's kind of the same product. It's more, more interest. A lot of people are doing interest-only loans right now to kind of offset and make them cash flow a little bit. Yeah. Are
1: you going to stick in Ohio or you want to expand?
0: Um, I would say eventually expand. There's a, yeah. I'm very micro with my thinking. Like, Especially with real estate, I want to dominate my, my backyard. Right. Columbus has been a top five market in the last five years. Really, every year, pretty much. Oh wow! Well, yeah. How did they measure that? Um, I just volume and okay. then the amount of jobs coming in. So I mean, the buzzword I hate that I'm even saying it. Like Intel is doing a three billion dollar plant, chip plant in Columbus. Google's wow. doing one. Facebook, like there's a lot of big. Must be good tax benefits there. Tax benefits and it's affordable. So right. uh, they say that the average salary for that Intel plant is a hundred thousand dollars. And mm. for Columbus, Ohio, that's a great living is you get buy a house of a, a very nice house is $400,000, 500000
1: Damn. Yeah. Not out here. No, no, you're not getting out here for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Especially LA. You're not even getting an apartment for that. No. So, I mean, we get a lot of those people that come from those markets and want to invest in Columbus for those same reasons.
1: Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that about Columbus. I got to check it out, man. What are the, the networking opportunities like? Are you interested in coming on the Digital Social Hour podcast as a guest? We'll click the application link below in the description of this video. We are always looking for cool stories, cool entrepreneurs to talk to about business and life. Click the application link below, and here's the episode, guys. Got there?
0: Um, They're a little less than what we were talking about before, like here. Yeah. Um, you got to kind of create your own destiny. So I have a a, a mentor. Uh, you probably heard of him, Austin Rutherford. Think so, yeah. Um, he he started a small group of guys before he left town. Uh, we all get together and do some masterminding, and then I hope I host my own networking events just okay. to kind of get people together and make sure that we're continuously doing that because it's not just every day like like in Vegas. You got to yeah. kind of create your own destiny or go out to other places to where you can get around that and keep your. I mean, just keep the, the eye on the ball. That makes sense. That's how I felt in Jersey when I lived there.
1: Yeah. You kind of had to do your own thing or go to New York city, have Absolutely. an event. Yeah. Are there awesome. any nearby major cities?
0: Um, you know, not really. Most of the people that I know that are like crushing it are in like Phoenix, Phoenix or Florida or like North Carolina. Yeah. And I think as the market changed, there used to be them all the time, vacation masterminds, all these things. And now mm-hmm. they kind of slow down. I think people hurt a little more. Yeah. Uh, so that also brings major opportunity to to bring something to the market as well. Yeah.
1: So you must be one of the top guys in Columbus.
0: Yeah, I would say so. We've definitely made a good name for ourselves. Nice. Um It's been happening p- pretty fast, but something that I always knew I was gonna do.
1: Yeah. What's your sort of long-term exit goal strategy?
0: Yeah. So we wanna continue to, so we have a bunch of companies within one. So we have our wholesaling company flipping. We manage our own rental properties. We have an Airbnb company. And then we also, um, there's one more I'm missing. Uh, we have an education company got it so we have a community that we started so i really want to grow the community side Mm -hmm. Uh, that's nationwide but i also want to build a massive rental portfolio so hundreds 500 plus units just to really kind of change my entire family tree yeah grew up worrying about money i know you've talked about that before uh your parents working off so kind of being that one person in your family just to kind of flip the switch and say hey there's more than getting up every single day and working your ass off and doing it again day after day
1: i love that and you see guys like grant and kiyosaki saying we're becoming a renter's nation absolutely so that makes you want to go all in on the rentals absolutely those guys know what they're doing man (laughs) yeah
0: i I don't i mean real estate's one of the coolest businesses because it's not recreating the wheel yeah it's not some crazy scientific thing (laughs) people have done this for hundreds of years yeah just follow what people do don't be a don't be a jack and try to do more than what you can do at the time and uh Stay steady. That's what I mean. Yeah, people think you got to be a genius
1: to make money, but if you're good at one thing, like (laughs) yeah, I've seen people make money off the dumbest.
0: it's crazy. I mean, I always say that the some of my dumbest friends are the best real estate investors I know, and entrepreneurs because they take an idea and they don't overthink it, they don't overanalyze, (laughs) and they just like literally just go for it. And I'm just like, man, he he really did that. Yeah, it worked. (laughs) So I used to get
1: really jealous of dumb people actually because um you never see them upset. No, they're always happy. No.
0: They don't. They don't know any better. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's crazy, bro. I've never seen them depressed. Never seen them have anxiety. It's it's fantastic. It's like the trade-off, I guess, for sure. But there is a balance because you don't you don't want to be too smart either. No, those people go
0: crazy. Yeah, I mean, I like to kind of sit in the. I don't like to overanalyze. I I don't know if you're the same way, but I try to. I mean, they say uh, speed implementation. Like, if you learn something, you got to implement. Yeah, and then fail as quick as you can doing that so you can learn and adapt or pay somebody for their time. Yeah. So you can cut the line on whatever you're trying to do. Absolutely. No, I'm I'm
1: definitely about learning and every industry I, I do, because I've been in like six industries now, I'm not like you where yeah. you just stick to real sure. estate, but I become top 1% within a year every Damn. time. Doesn't even matter what it is. That's crazy. I'm in a basketball league. I'm top 1%. I do. I had a marketing agency, sold yeah. that for millions. When I was in crypto, did amazing. When I was in yeah. NFTs, did awesome. Um I even sold mass during the pandemic, $15 million uh-huh. sales. So I immediately become the top because I'm learning so much faster than yeah. everyone.
0: So what do you attribute that to? Just mostly speed implementation and being able to spot a. Sp-
1: yeah, I'd say both definitely speed, definitely learning, surrounding myself with the right people, mentorship, sure. and, um, I'm not afraid to fail. That's awesome. Cause I just mentioned six wins. There was also six losses, Sure. but at the end of the day, it's not like I'm lucky. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually putting in the work.
0: That's cool, man. I mean, that's definitely inspiring. I mean, what did you say? You're 26? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. That's absolutely insane. I'm 29 and people look at me like I'm I'm crushing. I'm like, dude, I got so much more. There's levels.
1: There's day. perspectives. I mean, I
0: see 18-year-olds making millions. I'm like, what the hell? It's insane. Yeah. I, mean, I always say, I mean, these 18-year-olds that are wholesaling like crazy. I was like, dude, I would only wanted to kick a soccer ball and try to, figure out where my next meal was back yeah. in the day. That's, yeah, you know, for real. That's a, attributed to a lot of this social media stuff, you putting on a platform that they can hear different types of people and and implement and crush it by the time they're 21. Mm-hmm. Do you ever think about going back in time? Oh, s***. Sh-. Um, not really, actually. Really? No. Wow. I actually don't. Um, yeah, I mean, I would change a few things, but... <laughs> I think uh, everything obviously happens for a reason. Yeah. So, I mean, I believe that too. But I I
1: think about it because Gary Vee always talks about it. He said he would go back to 18 if he could retain the same knowledge, but he
0: would lose all his money. Okay. I think I would do it. Yeah. I mean, if I knew what I knew now, I didn't really understand real estate, like let's call it wholesaling until I was 23. I mean, if I knew that five years earlier, then. I mean, I'd be way ahead. Exactly, yeah. But I also feel like I, I've met a lot of good people along those lines. I wouldn't have met those people now, and they've changed my life. So True. I like to, because like, relationships to me are, are, are very, very important. Yeah. And that that's huge.
1: Have you burned any bridges?
0: A few. <laughs> not, not many, though, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it, I'm, I try to stay very middle. I used to be like just at, growing up a hothead. Okay. And I would just freak out like that. As a soccer player, I could see that. Yeah. Because on the field, you're. Yeah, and I would just, I mean, and then just try to contain that's a big thing in business too is being able to control your emotions on a day-to-day basis yeah let, let everybody see you level-headed i mean if you got to go home and scream a little bit do it. <laughs> but uh, you got to be you got to have your level emotions
1: yeah i try not to even if someone like screws me over i try not to let it like linger
0: i mean you could take it to social media you could bash them but like how does that look on you at the end it's of the day? it's a bad it's look and i know <laughs> this
1: because i used to do it <laughs> yeah, and the last so. time i did it was like five years ago and it was just such a bad look it's not a good it was look. over a thousand bucks yeah and i'm like what the like, why would I post me getting scammed over a thousand? That makes me look like I'm broke. Yeah,
0: and especially as you get older, you kind of just learn that, I mean, the petty stuff isn't worth it. Nah. You, kinda, you just look like a jack. to other people, too.
1: Yeah, and you're going all in on the social media branding, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. I what am. made you want to do that? Um, Mentor of mine, he was like, dude, you're doing cool stuff, and I mean, a lot of these influencers are not, I mean, they're not doing what they say they do, Yeah. and I mean, we're doing a decent amount of business, and just every time i post on an inspection of like a house, like walking through poop, let's call it. <laughs> uh, people would be just like flooded my, my, my DMs. And it's like, yeah. oh, there's something here. People like this stuff. Yeah. And that's kind of like why I came to my brand, the real side of real estate. It's like, there's not people sharing the losses. There's people talking about flipping houses, but not talking about the house. Mm-hmm. Like, what's up with that? There's gotta be something. Yeah, that, you're gotta... real, you're raw,
1: you're authentic. Yeah. I-, I feel like with some coaches, if they haven't walked the walk, I can't respect it, dude. <laughs> At all. Like if you're not doing sizable volume, like I'd say at least millions, you shouldn't be coaching.
0: I agree. I mean, it's just so easy to do, right? I mean, you do something and you take a bunch of videos and you try to sell a course. I battled with the fact of like starting an education brand, dude, so deeply because to me, they get such a bad rep because of that exact reason. Terrible rep. It's horrible. If you launch a course, it's like a a bad look. It's terrible. Yeah. So you got to know that. I mean, you got to be good with yourself on the inside. To then put it outward, so that was yeah. a, that was a big mental block of mine for a long time.
1: Dude, it still is with me. Yeah. Like I could have launched a course and made good money, yeah. but yep. I'm still battling it. Even too. with social
0: media and a podcast, like
1: yeah. did you have
0: that mental block
1: of like who oh, am yeah. I and the
0: imposter syndrome stuff like that?
1: For sure, I think every entrepreneur goes through yeah. it, right? Yeah, finding themselves a little bit. But yeah, with the course stuff, it's like such a bad look. But there are a few good people doing it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of people doing it, but there's so many bad that are getting it. So rap. many. And that's what people focus on too. So then they Absolutely.
1: associate the whole industry with it. Exactly. Yeah. So it's an uphill battle for you. Yeah. Yeah. What? But it's
0: uh, i I'm, I'm used to it. Yeah. Get it done.
1: What's your thing. Is it a course? Is it a program? It's a
0: community. So it's, you get uh, two courses. So fix and flip and then also wholesaling. So it's not just like a, Hey, here's how you raise money. And then you buy a deal and then you sell it. It's like 150 modules of actually being in houses, learning construction, all mm. that stuff. And then you have a, if you Slack, yeah, so it's a Slack. Slack channel of like thirty different Discord channels of at real time knowledge and help, twenty four hours a day. Oh, nice! From different experts from people that I know, people within my business. So if you have a general contracting question, I'm not answering all those questions. I have a GC that's done two thousand flips Damn. sitting in there and ask, answer the question. So that's impressive. Yeah, and giving people the 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 community they need. So connecting others where they need to be connected and pushing them in the right direction.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Have you ever raised capital for a flip or anything? Oh, yeah. What's the process with that?
0: So, I mean, we raise, they call it private money in the real estate space. Yeah. So basically if someone like you, if you had a million dollars in a uh, savings account or a self-directed IRA, we would write up a note in a mortgage. You would would wire it to me or the title company. We would record the note in the mortgage at the title office Mm -hmm. or at the uh, county office. And we would fix the house up Sell it and you would make interest on your money. So that's kind of one of my favorite things to do is uh, raise capital. It's kind of my thing in my business nice. uh, right now.
1: So when you send the money, who's uh, the title under whose name is it?
0: So it gets titled under our name. Okay. So our business owns the asset, but that lender acts as the bank. They're a lien. Got owner. it. So seller so financing. No. So if you were to go buy your house today, yeah. whoever you get your loan through, let's call it Chase Bank, they have first right of refusal on that house. So if you don't pay them, they're taking it back in a foreclosure. Got it. Same thing with these private lenders. So they get recorded. So when you pull a title search, when you sell the house, they say, "Hey, Tom, you owe John Kelly hundred thousand dollars. What's his payoff? So it's a hundred thousand plus interest. Got it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So if I lose money, if if I do that same scenario and I, I I'm all in one twenty and I owe you one thirty, mm-hmm. I got to bring cash to close that deal. Oh, so you still have to pay no matter what. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean technically no. <laughs> but that would be, that's, that's how you get a really bad name really fast. So right. we've done probably 250 of those. Wow. Never not paid a lender back. And I mean, I've paid probably close to a million plus dollars in interest. to lender. Dang. Yeah.
1: It's on 250, you said? Probably, yeah. Holy crap. Yes, you've shaken a lot of hands. Yeah. That's yeah, sh- a lot of good
0: relationships. Yeah, great relationships. It's just like you got to do good business and the social media helps it so much. Yeah, like, yeah. They know I'm not a knucklehead. They know I've been doing it for a long time. And being a home inspector before this really helps. Yeah. That probably gives you a huge edge actually. Massive. Cause you can go in a house and know what's wrong. Nobody can tell me anything about it. Right. So if I walk <laughs> it or my team does, I can look at pictures and be like, Hey, this is what it is. Yeah.
1: So you don't even need an appraisal. No, you can just do it yourself. Yeah, Just do it yourself. Wow. That's a good skill. Cause I feel like most realtors don't know no. the actual values.
0: No. And then, I mean, at the time I didn't think it was that cool. Cause I was making 40 grand. And, like <laughs> it's kind of just earning your stripes, you know, Yeah, learning an actual tangible skill that nobody can take from you. That's super important. Yeah, man. That's cool. Well, what's next for you, dude? um i just got married four months ago congrats thanks man i got a baby on the way let's go <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm coming so, up man all right. next year sounds good so baby will be due in july god willing obviously um, you want a boy or a girl i want a boy <laughs> i mean i Classic. think every guy says that you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. but my mom always has told me my whole life that i was such a <laughs> that i'm gonna get a girl in <laughs> my life you know so um maybe a girl maybe a boy but either way hopefully that's healthy you know yeah so she was supposed to come here today, but she got all sick and was uh, hanging on the bed. She was all
1: sad. Dang, sorry to hear that, man. But that's cool. I'm excited about that next chapter for me too.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm thinking around 30. So yeah,
0: okay. You got a girlfriend or anything?
1: Fiance. Fiance. Yeah. Nice man. Married. Marriage is in two years. Oh, sh- they were booked next year. You know how much these venues make, dude? <laughs> you probably had to deal with this. Insane, dude. I did the math. Uh, we looked at two venues. They both make 18 million a year. Yeah, because they're fully booked right. uh, in Jersey. Okay. Where so did you? Are you doing
0: Ohio? We actually did in Cabo. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so we did it in Cabo. It was actually much cheaper doing it at a, really a all-inclusive. Highly recommended. yeah, mine was like 60 Gs. Yeah. yeah. I think it was like 40 to
1: 50. For how many All people? All-inclusive, 80. Wow. It was, dude, it was... Amazing. That sounds sick. I just don't know if my everyone would fly to Mexico. Yeah,
0: that's the that's the issue we had. We had like one or two family members not make it. Yeah, there's always that one or two family members that you're like, "Ah, matter if they come or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) no, I feel that. I'm
1: struggling actually because
0: I kind of don't want all my
1: family there. To be honest, yeah. Did you deal with that too? Um, a little bit. Yeah. And talk to me about that. I mean, just like toxic uncles and aunts. Like, I mean, we'll see.
0: It's tough. But I mean, at the end of the day, like everybody's going to pass away at some point and you're going to be happy that you gave them that experience or whatever it is.
1: You know what? You've changed my perspective. I will invite them. <laughs> you're right though. You don't get much time with your family. No, you
0: don't. Especially like aunts, uncles, cousins. You yeah. only
1: see them like once a year.
0: Yeah. And as time goes on, I mean, you said you have going to have kids by 30 or whatever it is. I mean, it's going to get less and less probably. Yeah. Well,
1: dude, it's been fun. Anything you want to close off with or promote?
0: Um, no, man. I mean, if you're looking to get into real estate, if you want to uh, join a community, that's uh, really fun and growing and wanna learn how to wholesale flip and eventually learn how to own rental properties, uh, join the real side of real estate. You can find me on Instagram primarily, tommyhar 5 Just a down to earth dude from Ohio. If you're in Ohio, (laughs) uh, would love to grab a beer, would love to chop it up. Uh, We got nothing to hide. Love it. You've changed my perspective on Ohioans. (laughs) Ohioans are cool, man, and then like <laughs> if you ever go to these mastermind events, we roll deep. They're oh, yeah? just like, where, where do all you guys come from? All right. And we're, they all crush it. So, oh, I'm gonna
1: check. It. Actually, I've been to Cleveland, so I have been. Yeah. Eh, but does not. that count? Or? No, no. Okay, no. yeah, come to Columbus. Yeah, all right, check <laughs> out Columbus. All right, thanks for watching, guys. As always, see you tomorrow. Peace.